0: Hey everyone. This is Jason Schappert and you're listening to the Private Pilot Podcast by m0a.com. Where a good pilot is always learning. What are some things you can do to improve your landings? Hey everyone, Jason Shepard here of M0A.com, and you're listening to the Private Pilot Podcast brought to you by our number one rated online ground school, GroundschoolAcademy.com. Complete private pilot, not only knowledge test prep, but check ride prep, and most importantly, sending you out to make you that safe real-world pilot, that safe real-world operator. That's what we're truly after in this case. Today's topic is this idea of improving your landings. If I had to look at our YouTube page, at our Facebook page, and guess what is the the most popular topic that we discuss, the most frequently requested topic, it always comes down to landings. That's not just at the private pilot level. It's really at, at all levels. But especially private pilots, because that first solo, that first solo cross country, whatever it may be, can oftentimes make us quite nervous going into that. So, what are some ways to improve our landings? And, I have videos out like, you know, three easy tips to improve your landings. We're going to talk about a lot of these things, but it's going to give me a chance here in this in this forum, on this podcast, to elaborate on a lot of that. And, one of the best tips I can offer when working to improve our landings is to chair fly, to envision the entire pattern. Really, envision the entire pattern down to the radio calls, the the physical aspects of it. What would I do? What would I say? Where would my hands be in the airplane? Where would I be looking to really and truly chair fly it? You want to take that a step further. And, And, this is an idea that we basically stole from the Blue Angels, because the Blue Angels do this. I remember, I was a young kid, I was out at Sun and Fun, and the Blue Angels were at, at Sun and Fun that year. And I remember, you can only get so close. So I wanted to get as close as I could to see their airplanes. And sure enough, I didn't get to just see the airplanes. The Blue Angels were also out there on the ramp. But what was so funny and so interesting is they were on the ramp in front of their airplanes, but they were standing as if they were really flying in their positions. Number one was in his spot. Number seven was over here. And they just—everybody was in their proper positions. And, they were walking. And, they were literally walking in sync. And, the the captain, the commander, would would give the call, and they would smoke on. You could see them literally reach down for where the switch would be. And, they're walking. They all make the same left turn, and number seven breaks off for the sneak pass. And, they're all just moving about the ramp as if they were really in their aircraft, but they're walking through it in slow motion. The same radio calls are being said. The the hands are being placed where they were to to bring back the throttle, to turn the smoke on, to to pull inverted, whatever it is. They were literally chair-flying. They're literally out there on the ramp walking through this. So, how can you go out to the ramp, go to your backyard, go to your driveway, and let's draw a runway with chalk on the driveway. Let's spray paint one on the the grass of the backyard, whatever it takes and walk the traffic pattern. Okay, I'm rolling down runway 36. I've already made my radio call. It would sound like this. And as I'm rolling, I'm smoothly applying some full power. My my toes are are sliding down to the bottom of the pedals. My heels hit the floor. I can feel that left turning tendency taking me a little bit. So, I'm adding that right rudder in there. I'm watching my airspeed. Confirm airspeed's alive. Glance at my engine instruments. Confirm engine gauge is all green. I'm committed to this takeoff. There's 55. There's 60. Rotate. And I smoothly pull back on that yoke, establish that positive rate of climb, I'm looking to climb out at 75 as I accelerate. And, and you can see, as we're, we're chair-flying, as we get to the crosswind, if it's a pilot-controlled airport, you're making your radio calls. Donnell and Marion County traffic, Skyhawk 2-3, Mike Zulu's turn, left crosswind, runway, whatever it is, runway 2-3, Donnell and Marion County. And, you're making all these radio calls as if you were really doing it. You're leveling off. You're, you're anticipating these things. You're chair-flying your traffic pattern. If you followed myself and the M0A.com team here for any amount of time, you know the saying that I preach so much. It's the airplane is a terrible classroom. It's noisy, it is hot, there's not a air conditioning up there, right? And it, it's moving too quickly, and it's very, very expensive. It's an expensive classroom to sit in. Let's learn everything we can on the ground, and that also goes for our landings. That's something else we can focus on, we can work on, are those landings here. Walk out the traffic pattern. Draw it on the ground. Make it and walk the traffic pattern. Let me ask you a question now to ponder here. Where does a good landing start? Some could say, listen, a good a good landing starts back on the ground, right? Put it in the proper groundwork. Some would say a good, good landing starts on the takeoff, a good landing starts on the downwind, and all of those are correct because you have to understand the mantra I've been preaching for so long is a perfect landing starts with a perfect pattern. You can't expect to have a perfect landing every time if your pattern is, is different every time. If one time you're wide on downwind, then you're too tight, then you extend, and then you come straight, whatever it is. We have to always strive for that perfect pattern. I know it doesn't always work out that way. I know in a controlled field, they'll often vector us in and bring us different places and have us on a straight in. Call me on two-mile left base. I understand. But, we have to be willing. We have to be ready. We have to be able to adapt, in this case. That's just something else to really ponder here. Let's go back to that downwind, though. On that downwind, I have to stabilize this airplane. All the way through the descent. I, I shoot for my airspeeds, right? You wanna be, I, I say, you know, 90, 80, 70. Again, I'm talking miles per hour, uh, you know, in my aircraft. So be mindful of that as well. And again, it's gonna vary from aircraft to aircraft. It's gonna vary from condition to condition. I might wanna be faster. I might come up with less flaps if it's windier, if it's a shorter field, if it's a bigger field, if I wanna land long. There's so many variables here. but... Have the airspeeds that you're striving for, the goals, because you can't just set 90 on downwind and hold it all the way to the numbers. I don't know if you saw the video recently that I did, the three easy ways, three tips to improve your landings, I believe it's called, on, on YouTube and on Facebook. And, I show you what too fast of an approach looks like. I come across the numbers at 85. 85 doesn't sound unreasonable in a 172. 85 doesn't sound like it's too terribly fast. But... Watch the 1,500 feet of runway that I leave behind me. That's what you have to be mindful of in this case. So, learning to stabilize all the way. The other thing is to learn the wind correction. And, it's not just—we oftentimes just think of wind correction on final. Wind correction on final approach, but it's more than that. Obviously, that's a big part of it. It's a big part of striving to land on center line but you're forgetting about the wind correction on downwind. The wind correction that could be, you could have that perfect, distance from the runway on the downwind. Not too close, not too far away, but if you have a crosswind, you're getting blown away, or you're getting blown closer to it, and it's going to screw up your base, because if you're getting blown closer, you're not going to have a base. It's going to be so short. If you're getting blown further away, you're going to be flying a bomber pattern on this big, wide base, and you're going to be adding power in because you've lost too much altitude. You have to make these adjustments. You have to be mindful of where the wind is coming from. Be mindful, as well, that if you are dealing with a crosswind, I talked about how it affects your downwind. How does it affect your base now? You're either into a headwind or into a tailwind. What does that do to your glide ratio? What does a tailwind do to the glide characteristics of your aircraft? It's not helping a whole lot, and it's pushing you more forward. You know, There's a greater chance of overshooting final because you have that tailwind. It's going to blow you right on through that turn. As opposed to a headwind, you're going to bring that power back, and you're going to feel like you're not making any progress across the ground out there on base sometimes, and it could undershoot final. Be mindful. We're stabilizing the aircraft, but being mindful of that proper wind correction. And, let's be honest, too. Sometimes— Not every CFI teaches the the way we need. And, this is a big thing I talk about in the CFI, the Certificated Flight Instructor Podcast, that we had to be able to adapt our teaching styles, but not everybody does that. Not everybody listens to the CFI podcast. Not every CFI does, at least. So, you might want to find it beneficial to yourself to fly with another CFI if you find yourself struggling with landings. Fly with a different CFI who may give, he or she may give a different perspective, to really help you out, to be, to be more mindful of that. Consider flying with a different CFI. But, if I had to summarize it on improving landings, you've heard me say it a million times, but I promise you it's going to click one day. A perfect landing starts with a perfect traffic pattern. The next is to stabilize that airplane, understand airspeed is king. Know and manage those airspeeds throughout that traffic pattern. Know the target and the goal airspeeds throughout that traffic pattern. And, lastly, I teach... To lose the word flare in this case, that is a, a a big a big big part of it here. Lose the word flare in this case. So uh, listen, appreciate all that you guys do. Uh, thank you for being uh, just such a, a blessing to uh, to myself, my beautiful family, this great team here uh, at MZeroA.com. Uh, thank you for making this podcast one of the top listen podcasts uh, on uh, in iTunes. So enjoy the rest of your day, and most importantly, remember. Good pilot is always learn. Have a great day, guys. We'll see you.